yeah, those are some fun questions we got. I thought you guys might enjoy those. So moving right along, and, and Luke's back just in the nick of time because we are going to finish our uh, OSG picks, uh, our last class of the week, which is the U63 women. Um, Fun-looking class, a lot of fun. Uh, I think uh, just personally that this class has come a long ways in the last couple of years. Uh, yep. Lots of strong women in this class now. Um, and it's going to be fun to hear what you guys have to say about it. We're going to kind of leave Panda on the peripheral here, as we did uh, Nick the, yesterday. But Third person, whatever. Uh, we'll start. Yeah, with Panda. You. Panda's just going to sit here and judge you all for your answers. It's okay. They're perfect, Luke. I'll let you start with the breakdown of the class because you know it pretty well. Yeah, um, it's probably my favorite class to watch in the Hula Strongman. To be honest, the Strongman maybe. It's because obviously I've experienced a lot of the shows uh, with Re and stuff. I just, I feel like the, the 64 women are always just savages. Like they just physically and like mentally, a lot of them are just crazy and they just go until they die. And I just love <laughs> the attitude of the um, 140 pounders. And yeah, it's growing every year. The depth is getting better and better. Um, like I remember in 20, because obviously we were at OSG for 20, the first one in 2017. And um, we qualified for the final that year. She didn't really know what she was doing. Um, whereas now I feel like you have to be a well-rounded, strong woman and um, really earn your spot in the final. So I'm super excited to watch it this year. CJ, Dynamite comes in small packages. I think that is a great analogy for this class because there are some seriously intense competitors yeah. um, coming into this show. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very good class. It's very stacked. Um, we have a bunch of familiar names here. Um, I wish we were doing these prediction shows back when uh, the Clash of the 64s took place because that would have been a lot of fun. Um, but it's cool seeing these names and recognizing a lot. Um, obviously, you know, we have um, – yeah, we have some mutant, mutant powerhouses here. Yeah, truly. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, it, it just it, – it goes without saying. I mean, some of these girls are incredible strength athletes, pound for pound – the strongest people in the whole entire world, um, regardless of sex or anything. I mean, they're, they're just incredible people. It's very diverse in country. Um, there's a lot of countries represented well with this. It's just, it's a, it's a fun class. It's an intense class. Um, it's crazy to see what the human body is capable of. And these girls are the ones who show it, I think, the best. Panda, I, I do want to hear your breakdown of this class, uh, being a part of it, uh, and what you kind of see from the inside out. Uh, what do you What do you think and share with our audience? So I'm definitely the most biased, but I am really excited about this year's show and this class mostly, be, not because of the depth and the amount of women that are just in it in general, but minus Leah Birdsall, we have every single champion. Yeah. past champion in the class so the 2017 champ is here the 2018 champ is here and the 2021 champ is here so pretty exciting because it's like one of them could take it or somebody new could stand on the top spot so besides that um i do think this is the best class <laughs> <laughs> um but for real the camaraderie in this class is unlike any um that i've ever seen um we aren't just competitors we are also friends so it's pretty cool that i could almost message 95 percent of these women right now if i had an issue and they would let me chat it out with them so it's a pretty great class 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, in a lot of you, yeah, the training is very similar. Uh, the builds are very similar. There's just a lot of muscle. I love it. Um, yeah, anyhow, I can go on and on. CJ, the uh, first event is a Viking press. Uh, I'll start with you. That Viking press is uh, 165 pounds. Uh, good pressers in this in this uh, 64 class? Lots of very good pressers, lots of very strong overheads, lots of uh, very explosive lifters. Um, some of the names that I have written down um, uh, just kind of popped out to me. Uh, Shan Smith was one, um, very strong. Uh, let's see, I also had Kate Connolly. I thought her overhead strength was very impressive. Uh, Christine Galvin. Um, another person who I think has a very strong overhead press. Um, and then, uh, let's see, I had one more. And just kind of one to watch. Um, once again, a Phoenix. My Arizona bias is coming in, but Liz Johnson, she's coming from Phoenix. She has an Olympic lifting background. Very snappy over her head. Uh, just started strongman training, hit a 185 axle pretty easy. Um, I think she'll do well at this. Okay, Luke? Um, the names CJ just mentioned, obviously I'm going to mention Rhiannon, um, who push press and especially is probably the strongest um, of all the girls, along with Kate. Kate got the world log press record. Um, those two are great. Shannon's good at all kinds of overhead. Um, throw out a few other names that um, have not been mentioned. I think Carly Oliveira is going to be very, very good at this. She's a very, very good push presser. Um, she's held the Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe she had the axle record. She um, had the axle right before for, Deanna took it. Right before yeah. Deanna, yeah. yeah. Um, so she'll be one to watch. And last time they had Viking Press, Bagma was very, very good at it. So um, the year they had Viking Press last time, only four girls in the whole class got a rep, but everybody else zeroed. And those four were <coughs> Rhiannon, Kate, Bagma, and Someone Leah. who uh, and Leah, Wasn't it Leah? And, yeah, and Leah. Leah, yeah. So, uh, so you would expect those to be right up there. As the first event, 165 pounds. I'm not real familiar with the weights that are generally associated with this class. Uh, is that a is that a bit of a challenging weight, then, Luke? Or what's your thoughts? Like I said, for only the class, it depends how much how that actually feels. Because if it's was 165. Pounds on a barbell, I'd be confident that most of the girls would at least get one one rep, and then the best girls would obviously rep it out. Viking press, you never know, um, because it was supposed to be a similar um, weight last time. And then I remember seeing the girls' faces when they went out and racked there, and they were like, "Holy shit, this is not 160 pounds." Yeah. Uh, so um, if he's got his weights right, I think we will see like someone like Kate do something silly, um, well into the double figures. Um, and we will see some zeros probably, but I think it's a good weight. Okay. Yeah, Nick, the great unknown, I guess we've mentioned that Viking Press a few times now. Uh, until you know what that weight is underneath, uh, you're, it's kind of a bit of a, an unknown for all the classes going into it. Who do you have for the uh, big pressers uh, coming into this uh, U64 class? Uh, I mean, most of the, the big pressers have been, have been announced. Uh, I think Taylor Woods, who's coming down a class, um, should be if you know everything goes well for her, she could be very strong at this one. And uh, only because I know and I, I know who her coach is, I think uh, Christine Panda Matthews is gonna bring something to the table here because her shoulders mm -hmm. and those cloak off presses and all that other fun stuff that uh, Tyler is notorious for making us 
to do. Um, I, I know I've had good luck with it. I know Richie does, and I, I'm sure Panda is going to be there as well. Panda, as a shorter statured person, is the Viking press, uh, the way that adjusts at all? I know you guys had mentioned that to me before. Um, is there ever any issue with that leverage point on that as you get into some of the shorter girls? Um, so for me personally, I've been training a bunch of different leverages just to kind of make sure my dip's okay. Knowing that I don't actually have anything swinging from the bottom is beneficial the most because I've been really working on the push portion, portion of the press. So as long as, because I know in the rules it does say it has to come below your chin before the next rep gets started or else it will be no rep. I don't know how well that'll be yeah. Yeah. Um, outlawed, wow. but um, yeah. I definitely think that there are just enough women in this class that have strong shoulders that no matter where that lever point is at, that they're going to be able to put out quite a few numbers. Like okay. um, I do think like, I know he mentioned Taylor Woods, but Kira Reichson, I think she's going to come in and, kind of show us all what's up here. Um, Sherry Zimmerman is somebody that might not, she doesn't have a huge social media presence. Um, she did experience a big Achilles um, injury right before clash. So she had to drop, but she's somebody with a very strong overhead press as well. Hmm. Okay. Um, CJ getting into the farmer's walk, uh, 180 and 220. So there's that 40 pound uh, difference in, in implement one to implement two. Um, again, not really familiar with what a proper weight is for these ladies. Um, what are your thoughts with the farmers? Yeah, you know, I think 180 and 220 is appropriate. Um, I think that we'll see some more drops here. Um, I think 180, we'll see a lot of uh, athletes finish the 180. Not as sure about the 220. I'm not as confident. Just watching some of the social media posts. Obviously, social media doesn't tell the whole story. Um, but I'm not as confident in everyone finishing uh, the farmers. Um, that being said, I do have some names to watch. Obviously, Reed's one of them. Um, I also had uh, Holly McRae was also another name that I wrote down. Um, and then another name, uh, <coughs> Kate Connolly. She stuck right with Shannon at Clash on the frame. Yeah. It was real close. I think she's going to move very well. Okay. Luke? Kate is very, very good at farmers. I would say behind Log is probably her second best event. Um, she won the Farmers with a turn at OS3 when I was in there. I think she won it by quite a bit as well. Um, so it's better to be up there. Um, we will finish this. Um, Shannon is a very, very good mover. Farmers is one of her best events. Um, I'm not sure how many girls we'll actually finish in here. I think we will see quite a few. I think Taylor Woods will be very good at this as well. She's tall. She moves well. And I feel like she's going to have a good grip. Um, yeah, I think that big jump is big. I think we'll see a lot. Of, pretty much everybody finish the first set of farmers, and then we might see some barely move the two twenty because that is a big jump and it's very very heavy. Uh, Nick, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, same same there. But I think guys, I saw some stuff on uh, Tess Salmala from Finland. She looks yeah. like she's got some pretty good grip. She's running hundred kgs pretty pretty dang well. Um, you know, after she gets her up, she moves her. The, the grip is not an issue. So uh, Christine Galvin looks to have pretty solid grip. Um, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see her. Uh, I know she got to compete over there in Norway. And I think the only person that beat her in the grip event was Kiki because she competed in an open class. So um, that's pretty said something because I know Kiki has solid, solid grip as well. So uh, 
I think I think it's going to be like the like everybody said. It's going to be a tough one to finish, um, based on the weight and the distance. But I think some of those girls are capable, very capable. Well, I, I think uh, the axle goes without saying. There's some rather big pullers in this group. Um, yep. uh, CJ, we'll start with you. Uh, three. 80 i think yeah 380 on the axle um thoughts on the weight thoughts of the bigger pullers in this group and where do you think that number might be well we have a very large puller who i'll let luke say uh, yes. but we have one large puller that i think we all want to say um, yep. I'll, let luke, I'll let luke say that one um besides besides re obviously um i also have written down uh sherry zimmerman i was impressed with her pulls uh hearing that she had that achilles injury i do wonder how that is going to impact her pulling um, so I, I just, I know her, uh, deadlift was very strong. Kira is obviously a good puller as well. Uh, very good on the axle bar. Um, and then I also have, um, I thought I had one more I wanted to bring up. Oh, Tasha Wolf. That's one name that I haven't said yet, who I think is a very good puller, who I think will do well here. Uh, Luke. Yeah, um, CJ stole all of my names. Um, obviously, I think Ree and Kira will be the um, favourites. Yeah. Tasha Whelan, um, who CJ just mentioned, won the Max Debitor Strongman Cup Nationals a couple of years ago with like a 460 pull, and she didn't even wear straps or anything. So I feel like she's going to be pretty good at this event. Um, Shannon was, um, I think, tied with Kira on the ax Max Axle Clash. So she'll be right up there. Holly's deadlifters look really good. And Panda obviously has been um tempted American records on clashing the course. So I think Panda will score good points on the deadlift event as well. But there's a lot of good pullers on in this event. Um so it'll be very interesting to see what the final number is. Yeah, Nick, what do you think that final number would be? Do you have any guess uh, what we might see from these ladies? Well, um, Gosh, that's hard to say. I don't know because I'm assuming that Re is going to be pushing double digits uh, area. She's going to be pretty pretty close to that that ten number. I'm I guess I'm really kind of shooting in the dark here because I don't I can't put a time down when I see 380 pulled for for that amount of reps. But just based on based on pure static strength, like Luke's talked about in the past, uh, if you do your math, it, it should be it should be right around ten reps. I would I would think. Yeah. Luke, um, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be over. It'll be over ten. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was saying fifteen or so if she has to. Yeah, there you I, go. Um, she had. What did she have at um, the Arnolds? It was twelve or thirteen, wasn't it? Yeah. At what weight was that? But that was suited, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was. Um, it was heavier as well. Okay. And oh, it was, actually, it was like it was Reed, four something. Reed, yeah, Reed doesn't yeah. actually get that much out of a suit. Um. So, yeah, I think it'll be over 10 reps, I think. Panda, have you had an opportunity to train with tires? Is that something that's uh, – that uh, any concern with the, the kind of stature? I'm going to keep kind of going back to that a little bit because, it, it, you know, I'm thinking to myself, it, would it be diff more difficult to control? Is that something you've trained at all or have any issues um, with? I have you seen uh, her most I... recent video? Sorry, I'm cutting you off, Panda. Have you seen her most recent video? She's just pulling with tires with a freaking pumpkin on her head in the cool. Yeah. Oh, pumpkin! I was paying more attention to that than I was the deadlift. <laughs> that, that was me studying. Yeah, I that saw that video me. and I can't remember the setup either. I just saw the pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> I, my eyes that. 
Oh, perfect. That was actually right before I did um, comp pulls. So <laughs> yeah, um, I got, I found a gym about two hours from me here where uh, Christy and Gary um, both train at for their strongman stuff. So it's, um, they had the big tires. I ended up finding a platform big enough to where I think I was actually pulling from a little bit of a deficit just because the if I was either pulling not far enough or I'd be pulling a little bit of a deficit. So um, I got pretty good at just controlling it to right below my knees usually and then uh, letting it flop from there because I know if I tried to drop it from the top like I normally would from a not touch and go type situation, it was everywhere. And my platform yeah. that I was working with was only wide enough for my deadlift stance. So it helped me um, really control the downs and make sure that I... Yeah, I'm sure that's something most competitors going into OSG has probably thought about, I would hope, so um, it, whether they've gotten a chance to train on actual tires or not. Um, the next event uh, is, is everybody's favorite event, is the Sandbag. Uh, this one here, uh, 125 to 225. Nick, we'll start with you. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's same question, you know, as we've gone into this entire show for the last week, is the deadlift going to impact that? And uh, is there concerns there then with somebody like Reed pulling like where she's pulling and where she's at? Does she go after a number? Are people going to chase her? How that's going to put them in position for this sandbag with their posterior chain and being able to go through all these bags? Do you see all these bags being shouldered? And is this group capable of that? Or most of them, I should say. Um, I, I think that there, there might be a few people that that does happen to. I don't think it's the same outcome as the 80s. I don't think okay. that – I think that these girls are – uh, not going to have the, the hormones that the men have. And I gotta be, I gotta be super this, that they're going to be a bit smarter about it. And they're not going to get crazy. Um, they're going to do the reps they need to, but I don't, and not only that women just don't build up the lactic threshold that men do. Men get lactic, hit, hit their lactic acid threshold faster than women do. So, um, benefit to a woman in this situation because of that. So I think that they will be more, they'll carry over better to this, this event than, than the guys will. Um, with that being said, I think, you know, Rhiannon and Shannon are just both incredible loaders. They're going to be very fast and efficient on the sandbags. Um, it's going to be fun to watch those two go at it on that event, in my opinion. Um, I guess, obviously, we'll be talking about that probably throughout the day or throughout the weekend. But I think those two right there are going to be super solid sandbag to shoulder girl. Real interesting perspective. I appreciate that. Yeah, CJ, any thoughts? Yeah, so uh, I have a couple names here. Um, obviously, Shannon Reed. I did see a video of Shannon one motioning the 100-kilo stone to was like a 52-inch platform. She's very strong loading event-wise. Um, I also have some other names I want to add. Uh, Holly McRae is someone who I think will be very good at the sandbag shoulder event. Um, I also have another name that I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Kirsten Ostby I think will be very good at sandbag to shoulder as well. Um, so just throwing out some names that I haven't really stated yet, just uh, some competitors that I think will do well at this. Um, one more, Hannah, Hannah Coldiron. She got seventh last year at uh, OSG. I think she'll do uh, well here. Yeah. Uh, and Luke? Yeah, CJ keeps stealing my names, but I, I was going to bring up Hannah Coldiron again. She is looking jacked recently. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen her Instagram oh, photo. She's looking in really good shape. I think she's going to be looking to improve on herself last year. Um, Samba is looking really good in training. Then, obviously, it's just the usual ones. Then, Re, Shannon, I think um, Holly, 
has looked really good in training on this. She um, has been talking about still carrying a bit remnant of the bicep injury that she suffered in Clash. So whether that will affect this event, I'm not sure. Um, but I do think we'll see a, a few girls finishing it. Um, I don't think we'll, it'll be loads. Um, but I do think we'll see a handful um, getting through all the bags. Well, yeah, that Hannah Colern is looking jacked right now. Unbelievable. I saw a picture of her today on Instagram. I was like, wow. I second took it for sure. Uh, yeah, she's been training her ass off. I, I, oddly, I, I think her and um, who is it? Uh, Holly McRae, very similar. Am I wrong by saying that? Every time I see one of their Instagrams, I always think it's one or the other. Panda, am I right or wrong? They have, they have similar. I, I don't see it. You don't see it? <laughs> I, I, the only reason I can tell the difference, like at first glance, is yeah. Tana's got all the tattoos. Yeah, that's so, true. Okay. And yeah. then Holly's, um, so they both have huge shoulders, but I yeah. think Hannah's got the bigger biceps and Holly's got the better defined abs. <laughs> they're both jacked. They're both, they're both jacked. Like, oh, they're, they're both, both jacked. Yeah, look definitely. great, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to look for, like, little differences, Hannah's yeah. covered in tattoos. Hannah's taller in person as well. What's that? Hannah's taller in person. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm curious uh, Panda, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say your name here in this in the sandbag event because I I don't know that I've ever seen your sandbags, but I know you're a hell of a stone loader. So I'm, I'm you know I'd love to see you do a great job at this event, and I I'm assuming because you're a good stone loader, it should be a good event for you. So bring I'm it. hoping so. It's been going bring really it. good in training, so I'm bringing Perfect. it. That's you know, what I want to hear. I have made that reference several times. Uh, stone loading to sandbag. I mean, it's obviously there's a similar loading technique there. Is it have in your experience? Is that really hold true? Uh, generally, a good stone loader is going to be a good sandbag to shoulder kind of person, CJ. Yeah, in general, um, I think it's very uh, similar. Just what muscles you need to use. You know, obviously, strong glutes, strong hip extension, strong back. Very similar, uh, similar kind of uh, deals. Um, you know, obviously, I think there's a little bit more. Um, there's a little bit more finesse with being a good sandbag to shoulder person than being a good stone to shoulder person. Um, just because there's so many different ways that you can load the sandbag to your shoulder if you're stone, you're just kind of like, okay, how strong am I and how willing am I to pass out with the stone on my shoulder? Right. Um, yeah. So I think that it, it is similar though. Yeah, yeah. Curious on the insight there. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, so we're getting into day three. Um, Luke, is there a clear cut 10 for you? Is it like the 90s and 80s class for you guys? Is, or, or is it really a, a definitive five or 10 that you can put your mind around? Um, for me, there's a couple of well, like sort of levels. I would say I have like a clear maybe six or seven where I think I'm going to make the finals, and then I feel like those last two or three spots are, are like wide open for someone to force their way in. Um, I don't think it's guaranteed at all that people, certain people are going to qualify, and I do think there's opportunities for someone who maybe they feel like feels like they're in the middle of the pack who can force their way up into the top 10. What's interesting to me is that this is the biggest 64 class we've ever had by quite a quite a bit. I feel like it's, it's like, how many is there, Panda? Like close to 30? 35, I think. 35, whereas normally we're in like the sort of low 20s, like 21 20 to 24 sort of mark. Um, and there's quite a, there's actually quite a few names this year from different new countries who I don't have, a, I don't even know who they are. So it'll be interesting to see whether they can force their way into that um, day three. Well, day three starts with that yoke, uh, five ninety. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, 
again, I, I'm not familiar. You would be more familiar than anybody. You and Panda, uh, Luke, uh, is that a lot of weight for these gals? It's heavy. <laughs> Very heavy. Um, don't let what Chloe did last year fool you. That's a heavy, heavy yoke. Um, right. I'm fairly sure it's the same weight as they had last year. They just said it was like the last year when it wasn't. Right. So it's like, still an empty car. Empty so car. it's, yeah. <laughs> last, oh, exactly. last year they called it like 550, but fairly yeah, sure it was 550 was, last year. Yeah. So we, can, we can pretty much say the times last year, you know. And last year, other than um, Chloe, who obviously destroyed it, um, I think Kate, Ree, and Shannon were the next three behind. Um, Hannah Cole and finished it as well. And then pretty much everybody else struggled with that in the final. Um, I, I'm hoping we see, even though it's like I said, it's, it's the third day this year, I feel like It'll be less of a shock to a lot of the girls like Panda this year, like getting under that six hundred pound yoke. They did it last year. They've probably trained in trained heavy yoke a lot over the last twelve months. So I I, I think we'll see more finishers this year. Um, okay. I don't think we'll see anybody go as fast as Chloe did last year. Um, but I do see, see I do see someone or a couple going in twenty seconds again. Okay, uh, CJ, where do you got it? Yeah, you know, so that time, Luke, you got to steal all my uh, all my peeps. So that's okay. Yes. Yeah, you got you got to steal them that time. I, I have basically the same loot, uh, list as Luke. Uh, with this class, um, I didn't necessarily look at the fastest competitors. I looked at the strongest competitors um, because, like Luke yeah. um, brought up, this is a really heavy yoke. So same list: Ree, Shannon, Kate, um, Holly. Just the the girls that are very strong will be the ones who do well at this event. I'm not looking at speed here. I'm looking at who is a powerhouse and can finish the uh, finish the run. Yeah, without dropping, I think would be key. Without dropping, for sure. Okay. Uh, Nick? Uh, I'd add Hannah Coldiron. Um, I think she's going to do well. I think Kayla Woods, who is strong, and she will be one of those powerhouses that, that's able to finish um, that event as well. Oh, uh, Christina Bangma. I think Christina can finish it. She's a solid yoke mover. Um, she always kind of has been pretty solid at the yoke, so I think she can do, do it. Yeah. Amanda, I'll ask you this question because I keep going back to you in that car in my mind for the last four days now. I know. <laughs> um, is uh, being, again, the stature, right? When we're talking about 64 women, generally there's a stature involved there uh, physically. Uh, is that an issue for a lot of gals in this particular event with the car? Um, um, I'm going to be honest. I think the average height in this lineup is 5'5". Five, five. Okay. So it's going to be similar to the U80 men, I feel okay. like, when it comes to the stature. I'm I'm short. Holly McRae's short. Kira Reichson's short. But yeah, Nadia sure. Morrison. Um, but everyone else is – I feel like everyone is a lot taller than me when I stand in a group next to them. Like, I see pictures of us, and everyone's here, and I'm like – How tall are you? 5'1". Yeah, Ree's only 5'1". Is she, she's taller than me. She's, well, you're not 5'1", though. I'm short. <laughs> well, well, Kira, I'm taller than yeah. Kira. So I'm between Kira and Ree, and Kira's 4'11". So. You're probably 5 foot dead. So you're 5 <laughs> foot <laughs> Oh, son of a sea biscuit. Oh, oh yeah. Good. But, yeah, a lot of these ladies are actually a lot taller than most um, U64 okay. athletes okay. typically yeah, are. So. Taylor's quite tall. Um, Kristen Osby's tall. 
Kristen um, Ellis is tall. Kristen Ellis is tall. Um, Shannon Smith is tall. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a mix, I would say. Sherry yeah. Zimmerman's very tall. I feel like she's five inches, six inches taller than me, but it could just be my depth perception issue. <laughs> I'm just curious if that maybe played a part. And I guess it really doesn't. I mean, you're gonna you gotta get the yoke on your shoulder one more time. I think on the vent like yoke, especially a heavy yoke. Being shorter isn't necessarily a detriment in these weight classes. Yeah. Uh, you just have more mass, especially around your your center. You know your uh, our our bellies. You got a little more mass in your belly if you're a little shorter. Um, I always found that as soon as I shot up to U90, the uh, the yoke became like the easiest event ever for me. Oh. I think it's because I got fatter. Um, I just <laughs> more core. So yeah. being short on a heavy yoke isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. okay I would say enough. that. I would say, Christina, tell me if you if what you think, but. Due to the, due to your stature or a shorter stature, having to control such a long car, a big, you know, if it was a regular yoke, it wouldn't be as bad because it's not so much to stabilize. It's not only stabilizing right. it sideways, but forward and backwards as well, and having to control that. So if you don't have the stature to to succumb that or power overpower that, that's a lot to control all movement from all angles. You know, it's. It's back, left front tire to back rear tire to right front tire. You know, you're constantly right. you watch those guys walk around. Those cars are going like this the whole time. That was my biggest issue last year. So, like, we had the 550, but it was 590 yoke last year. And then we had the 500 yoke and clash. And I know that 500 to 590 sounds like a lot, but the way I moved the car yoke versus the way I moved the yoke at clash are yeah. not identical in any manner. Like, I think I was still 15 feet from finishing at OSG last year and I got the yoke done in five seconds I think something like that down to the 50 foot mark before I picked up the frame so it was like here we are it's high, it's technically a higher center of gravity for you guys that are shorter so it makes yeah. it more you know I mean think about walking with you on your shoulders you know like up to your shoulders where we're walking with it on our shoulders but most of the mass is Round her hips. Below you, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, all, ours, ours is all really like point. here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not it, fun. Did, did you guys see, are the cars red this year? Yeah, they painted them for um, Giants Live. Okay. And I, they're the same cars that they used in Giants yeah. Live. So they're, they used the cars that we used last year, and they painted them for that, and then we are using them this year. I see there was the two, Aaron Moline had them on the back of a truck or something like that. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, event number six, and I'm curious, how, how big is this dumbbell for for you guys? Two eights and two tens. Two eights, two tens. Okay. Yeah, yeah that would be my first question. Um, and then, of course, uh, the weight. Uh, we go from 70, 80, 100, 120. And uh, Panda, what's the current record right now for you guys? One thirty-two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that right? I think it's 132 and a half because Holly was going to try and beat it last weekend, two weekends, three weekends ago with 135. She had yeah, hit okay. it in training. And so that was her plan to hit in comp as well. And then re hit that 140 in training. So, <laughs> so it goes without saying, then this is a, uh, uh, that's a pretty good uh, third and fourth dumbbell then. Definitely. Luke, what are your thoughts? I think the um, weight choices in this are really weird. Um, I don't understand why it's gone from 70 to 80, which is a 10-pound jump, then 20-pound jump, and then another 20-pound yeah. jump. It's it's odd to me. I feel like we'll see a big log jam of people only getting two, 
I know it's in the final, but I think we'll see people stuck on the same dumbbell and won't be as much separation. Um, I think it's going to be tough to finish that. It's very close to the world record. It's the sixth event. It's on dumbbells that most people haven't used before. Um, and I know Nick said you have to be ready for anything, but I do think it affects um, the smaller women more when there's a change because they have less room for error, if, if you if you want to put it that way. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to, I do think we will see a few finishes, um, but I think we will see a lot of um, girls struggle as well. Um, there's quite a few good dumbbell presses in the field, though. Um, Rihanna's a very good dumbbell presser. That's really clicked for her recently. Shannon's doing very, very well in training. Um, Taylor Woods actually won the dumbbell in Clash, if I remember correctly. Um, Panda might be able to remember I, that, but... Overhead and I, I just forget about it. <laughs> I'm fairly sure, <laughs> I'm fairly sure Taylor Woods actually won the dumbbell event in Clash. It was a lighter dumbbell for reps, and it wasn't as heavy, but her technique was very, very good. Bangma was always a very, very good dumbbell presser in her um, pomp. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Carly, again, very good dumbbell presser, but we need to not underestimate that this last dumbbell is basically only about 10% under the world record as yeah. a fourth dumbbell in a medley um, as the sixth event of the show. So it's going to be tough. You know, just an observation here, CJ, because you know, and I'm not really a numbers guy, but and I don't know if any of us picked this up, but the 73 and 82 class in women from the second to third dumbbell is actually a 30 pound jump. Yeah, I noticed that, and I think that's silly as well. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, so, with that said, I guess 64s are lucking out a little bit. Nick, go ahead. I'm making an assumption here only because I'm kind of familiar with these. I'm pretty sure it's an empty weight. It's it's where there's you know from weight to an empty weight there's ah oh, so the ten the ten um you say the ten inch dumbbells are probably that it's weight. probably hundred pounds, pounds or whatever the you're the lightest oh, yeah. dumbbell seventy pounds empty that so then they just sense. went but in not going I mean they could have maybe I guess buffered the difference and maybe just did fifteen pound jumps or something like yeah, that but yeah, yeah uh, but I don't yeah. know if a ten inch dumbbell is for you know that much heavier so you had to kind of go in the middle you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So the tennis so, dumbbell is, is probably 100 pounds empty then. Right. Yeah, and I think, I, probably, I think yeah. the, the other one's The 8 inch is probably so, 70. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And I think that's where you're seeing those jumps or that those weird numbers there is because oh, that's, that's what they are empty. These yeah, are, okay. they're very solid, very, very thick uh, bells and, you know, empty. So I think the one, I, I think a 12 inch one that I have is 100 and, yeah, it's like 145 pounds empty or something like that. I don't know if you agree. I just think that, especially with the 30-pound jump in the 73s, I think it's going to be a massive shock to the system for the girls who press the first two nice and fast, and then they clean that third one, and they're going to be like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this feels heavy. So I think it's a bit odd. Um, so but, you're suggesting that, Luke, we're going to see quite a few of these ladies kind of uh, stall after the second number, potentially. I, th I think they'll get, um, they'll be able to get the third, but I wouldn't be so shocked if we see people like maybe miss the first attempt on the third gotcha. while they adjust to that jump and then get it on the second attempt. Um, yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Nick, who do you who do you have been in this particular event that you feel like maybe can run the ladder on these dumbbells? I, you know, the name we, we mentioned earlier, we have mentioned in this one is uh, Christine Galvin. I was watching some of her, her circus dumbbells. She looks very, very powerful um, and very comfortable. She's got a 
she gets it to the rack and she goes straight overhead and her arm is perfectly straight right along the side of her face. She just got a good lockout position and she keeps it right over her midline very well. So I think somebody like her who moves that efficient could run, run this if she makes the day three, um, which I, I have her making day three. So uh, I think somebody like her, obviously Rhiannon hitting 140. I know Christina's been over unofficially over the world record yeah, um, yes, and yeah. she's, I know she's even pressed more than that in the, in the past. I think 10 pounds more than the world record. I think she stated or something like that um, in, in training before. So I know she has the capacity to do so. Um, I think you guys mentioned uh, Holly. Holly looks like a, a very good circus dumbbell presser. So that's my yeah. guy. How about you, CJ? Yeah, I have the same names. Uh, I have uh, Kate Conley. I have uh, Galvin. Kate. Yeah. yeah, Kate, Galvin, uh, obviously Ree, Shannon are uh, our usual suspects here. Um, you know, I, I think um, once again, I'm going to throw out the AZ name again. I think Elizabeth Johnson, if she gets to day three, can clear the first three circus dumbbells, which should be pretty good, um, all things considered for this event. Uh, but like you guys said, this is no joke. This is a heavy dumbbell ladder. And I'm glad Nick brought up uh, the point about the empty dumbbells. Because I was about to, you know, roast the weight changes, but that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm thinking about, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I'm still yeah, gonna roast. There was no punishment intended there, I guess. Just kind of the way it worked out. Um, Panda, anything to add about the dumbbell at all, or just in, impartial? Don't really. It just is what it is. She's gonna pretend <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, okay. Right. I have actually <laughs> been working on my dumbbell technique. I posted a couple videos. I'm, Tyler and I have been working on it. Way better than Clash. Like I said in my podcast with Yoni, if what you expect out of me is what you saw from me in Clash, then you're going to be sorely mistaken. Nice. I love it. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I love That's the headspace. Right I love <laughs> the headspace. That's good stuff, Christina. Christine, sorry. Can we, um, when you do the editing, Joel, can you cut that part out and post it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm going to say panda talking smack. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for that little bait. Oh, there. shoot. Exactly. I'm going to get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I did some, I did some, uh, you know, this since we're talking about it, I did some insight uh, information. I, you know, I was looking into panda here and, and, and seeing what I could find out that I might not know. And, and I was told by a good source that, you know, hand, uh, Panda's been not only her best headspace yet, but she's absolutely 110 times stronger than she was last year and only stronger than she was at Clash. And I think that it is conducive to what she just said, and she's bringing a different package than what everybody's expecting. So I'm excited to see her, her uh, tear it up. Can I make an observation? I don't know. Yeah. If I, it's going to be weird saying that in front of her because she's here. Um, but I felt like um, when I was watching Clash, because she – it felt like you didn't really have a break at any point. Yeah, I had a, a seven-month comp yeah. spread, yeah. And from what I was seeing when I was obviously just watching it and uh, speaking to you a little bit, you just looked tired. I was so class. exhausted. So I'm excited to see you, like, refresh um, <laughs> going for it, OSG. Thanks. Yeah, I, I appreciate saw that it. back pick uh, yesterday, so uh, pretty impressive um, muscular cheer. Uh, <laughs> it's those clock off presses, I swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, look good. Look good. There's some muscle back there for sure. Uh, pressing power. All right. So uh, getting into this last event, uh, do you see some separation here, CJ? Is there uh, your top three kind of moving on uh, as you see into these stones? And yeah, my, my top three. My top three is moving on these stones. 
I think three and four, uh, I think three through five will be a little closer. Uh, I have my one and two duking it out here. Um, but a couple names that I'm excited to watch on this, uh, Re, Shannon, uh, Holly McRae, I'm excited to watch them um, on these stones. Obviously, Panda Panda's a great stone loader. We saw the back. We know Panda has a back and that she's going to bring it for these stones. Nice. Uh, Luke, your thoughts? Yeah, Panda came second on stones last year. So um, you just see if you can replicate that, maybe go one, one stone further. Um, obviously, the stones cost Re the title last year. So she'll be gunning to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Um, like she did a clash. But it's going to be a battle. Um, there's a lot of very, very good stone orders. Shannon's very good. Holly's stones were looking amazing at clash before her um, bicep went on the heavier one. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to watch here. I do think I have like a top four, basically, who I think will be um, going at it for the podium spots. Um, but I do think it's kind of like wide open then from like fifth to ten, um, sort of fighting for because obviously you know, girls want to play as high as they can. Um, so yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Nick, yeah, no, that's the I, I think they all said it. I think you know there's still some good stone loaders in there that could probably mess up the scores uh, yeah. in that in that group. So with uh, you know with that being said, I. Rhiannon and Shannon are, are great. Holly's great uh, at Stones. Uh, Panda's amazing at Stones. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. Somebody's gonna do a really good run and, and knock somebody down in points up there on those top three or four spots and and cause somebody to lose a position. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's gonna uh, be shaken up a little bit for sh for sure, as it will be in every one of these uh, weight classes in this entire competition. I have a feeling. Some things even you pros had missed. Uh, CJ, top three, top five. How do you want to lay it out? Yeah, um, I'm going to give my top five. Okay. Um, knowing what I know about these competitors, uh, knowing I know Holly's coming off a bicep injury, uh, I just know those bicep injuries take a little while to repair because I am a fellow missing bicep strongman competitor. So I know those are pains in the asses. Luke, you've lost a bicep, haven't you? No, I've, I've torn a muscle belly, but I, I didn't need surgery, thankfully. So Okay, so, okay. Well, you're also, I'll consider you part of the brotherhood here. For the <laughs> uh, I got Rian first. Um, I got Shannon second, Kate Connolly third, uh, Holly McRae fourth, and Kira Wixon fifth. Okay. Luke? Very, very similar. I've got Rian first, because otherwise I'll be single. Uh, Kate. <laughs> K third, sorry, Shannon second, so very similar order last year. Um, I do think Holly um, will come fourth again. I think I probably would have picked her for third if it wasn't the question marks with the bicep, because I feel like she's improved loads since last year, and she's constantly improving. And then I think it's a wide-open battle for fifth, and I'm kind of like excited to watch that as well, that unfold. I think Panda's going to be right up there. Um, Kira, Hannah Coldine, I think is improving loads. Um, Bangma for me, I just haven't really seen any of her training, so I'm, I'm finding it really hard to place. If the Bangma of old is there, she could win the whole show. Um, so, yes, it's wide open. So, if I have to pick anyone, I'm going to go Panda just to score some friend points. Pick up that um, fifth place spot. No. Um, Nick, what do you got? 
Um, I have, and I this isn't for friendship or anything other. This is what I have. Rian and Shannon. I have Holly in third and Kate in fourth. And I got Panda moving up a spot this year to fifth place outright. Jeez. No pressure. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> wow. A lovely moment there. Um, Panda, do you have any thoughts, anything you just want to add, um, like Nick did the other day or yesterday or two days ago? Um, I think I know this is the first class to go for the day. Um, I know it's kind of hard to remember to set your clocks to tune in. I know sometimes the lightweight women don't get watched a whole lot on the live stream just because, uh, oh, my gosh, it's 10.15 and you miss, you know, most of the beginning of the heats. This is definitely a class you're going to want to watch. Like, I'm not just being biased. Like, if I hadn't made top 10 last year and I didn't do the online qualifier and I wasn't competing, I live five and a half hours away now. I'd probably still drive just to watch this class because the amount of talent in this class is astronomical. We didn't name everybody. It's just like every other class. Like, we didn't name everybody and what they're capable of because yeah. everybody in this class is capable of something. And I think... The top 10 is going to be a battle for sure. Very good. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity real quick here to just give their uh, just give their take on the entire OSG. We've spent now set, uh, a week or better here uh, laying out every single one of these classes in detail. So I thank all you guys for all your great insights. I want you to know that I sit here every night uh, in your shadows uh, listening to all of your great insight and information that you share about the strongman community and i appreciate that i know every single one of our listeners have and all the great feedback that i've gotten uh through all of of, of what you guys have brought to the table so thank you so much on behalf of me and let me be a part of your world right now um but cj what do you got to say about osg and and just your final thoughts before we end this segment for until next year i guess yeah, you know, the, the one thing that's kind of been lingering on my mind since we've talked about the A's, we talked about the 90s, we've talked about aging competitors. I really think it's time for OSG to consider a master subdivision for the 220 and under. I'm just going to say it one more time because I, I hope it was heard on the last podcast. Um, but I think it's time. We have a lot of competitors who are aging. Um, I just think it's good for the future of the sport to consider it. Uh, otherwise, um, I'm excited to watch all my, my, uh, my friends compete, all the dudes I know. Uh, you guys are going to kill it. Please stay healthy and have a, uh, have a great trip. Fair enough, uh, Luke. Yeah, it's the it's the biggest OSG. It grows every year. The amount of people there is gonna be wild. I feel like the standard in every class is getting crazier and crazier every year. And I just I just want to see it keep growing. So I implore anybody who's watching these videos, sign up to officialstrongman.com, watch the live stream, support the lifters, and then. Um, yeah, just hoping that everybody gets there safe now with the warning for the hurricane and things, and uh, we get through this weekend in one piece. Yeah, yeah amen. Uh, uh, Nick, your thoughts? Um, no, yeah, just just the, the uh, whole prediction things. You know, it was kind of a brainstorm of uh, three of us here, and we kind of got it going, and, and it's growing. And one of the cool things about it, you know, for this one in particular, and even in the past, you know, it's cool getting these these messages from these people internationally that I've never met, you know, just saying thank you for saying nice things about me and, yeah. and hearing that feedback. You know, I, I talked to multiple guys from, from Europe and, and girls from Europe and, and things like that. It's just a cool feeling. So I, I, I've enjoyed that part of it, and, I, I you know, I hope we can continue some stuff on in the future. OSG is the precipice right now. It is the peak. It is everything. 
Um, it's it's a it's a huge title, and you know, as we've said before, I don't. I hope a bunch of people prove us wrong. I hope a bunch of people show up and and blow up all of our our thoughts because that's what this sport's about. That's what we need to do to grow it. That's what needs to happen. We don't. We all want to be champions forever, but there's always going to be somebody there behind us trying to be better than us. And then at some point they're going to outdo us. And, and that's how we keep this thing going and, and continuing to grow it. So again, good luck to everybody. Uh, be safe, have fun. And hopefully I win. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Um, Panda to you for the last thought. Just kind of to reiterate everything in my own words. Um, this if you're a part of this sport or not a part of this sport, this competition, this three-day show means so much to so many people and so many athletes in this sport. Um, we all pay to play. Some of us have some great sponsors that have helped us along the way. Some of us have friends and family who have helped us along the way. But your support is more than anything that we could ever ask for. So even you just watching this and learning about us and learning about our sport means the most. So and like Luke had said, officialstrongman.com, it's only $10 for the whole weekend and then you can cancel because it's a subscription to the website. So you can cancel after that if you want to other, or you can keep play, paying. I pay in a three-month cycle because I love OSG. I love what Lynn does every year. It grows. So I pay the $27.99 every three months to Official Strongman. But anything that you can do to help this sport grow, keep doing it. Volunteer at shows participate in feedbacks and our shows like this share them when you see them online any type of podcast that has to do with our sport just like resharing those reels of your favorite baseball player if you share these our sport will just continue to grow so we appreciate you guys for tuning in yeah all you guys yeah Luke, go ahead. Thing, yep rather than just sharing this video and saying our great predictions comment on it and tell us what you think and who you think is going to win the shows more discussion just you know just get it get out there and like get involved with us and tell us what you think is going to happen yeah. yeah amen and i'll be blasting these out to everybody all week long leading up to the show and then beyond of course so uh thanks again for all your participation by the way uh some time off here uh good luck competing panda nick of course uh you guys have fun um we will see all you guys again I'll throw it out there, America's Strongest Man in December and woman, right? Yeah. Get ready for that. We got about a month off. I'll see you guys then. Thanks, guys. Bye, All right, we'll see ya. Bye, guys. All right. Good luck. Have a good, good night, luck. guys.